Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, my friend? You are listening to the Chillpreneur Podcast, the number one place for rule-breaking entrepreneurs to learn how to build a standout personal brand and a kick-ass business without having to hustle their life away. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, meet some extraordinary guests, and of course, get your excitement high with some epic dancepreneur party vibes. Hello, 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 my dear, dear, dear sweet friend. I want to start this podcast episode off by, first of all, just saying how much I love and appreciate you. If you are here listening to this podcast episode, I'm assuming A, you've either just found me and then this episode might be a little random, or B, you've been following me for quite some time and you've seen and followed the journey that I've been going through for the last six years of my business or since whenever we met. And Why I preface this podcast episode with that statement is because this episode is going to be possibly one of the most rawest, realist episodes, most vulnerable episodes that I have ever recorded in my life. I know that this podcast has been relatively open and raw and honest, and it really does give you the sneak peek not only into the behind the scenes of a multiple six-figure business, of a huge online brand, but into the mindset of the entrepreneur that runs that business. And I've always really appreciated the feedback that I've got from this community about how deeply connected you feel to me and how much it helps you on your own entrepreneurial journey. And I wanted to get really raw and honest with you in this episode because For the last six months or so, I would say that I've been through one of the most challenging times that I've ever been through in my business. Now, it might not seem that way from the outside because one thing I know to be true is that even when you are going through a personal struggle, through a personal transition, I should say, or a transformational period, the show must go on. You know, when you run a business, when you have a team, when you have clients and when you have a product and when you have a service, the show must go on. You must still show up. And whilst I have shared moments of vulnerability, I want to share with you that at some stages of business, healing and transformation is going to require you to take time off and to heal behind the scenes. But other times you are going to have to do it while simultaneously keeping the cogs turning, keeping the wheels moving, keeping your business running, because that's just what running a business is all about. And I say that because, you know, it may not have seemed as though I have been going through some of my own personal transformations other than the tidbits that I have shared on social media and on this podcast. But I feel as though if you have followed my journey closely, this episode is going to make a lot of the stuff that I've been going through make sense. I want to talk about the last six months of my life and some of the big, huge transitions that I've made and how they have both positively and negatively affected me. 
with the intention of sharing what it's truly like to be an entrepreneur. But my main goal, which is actually my biggest aha moment out of this whole experience, is to share with you what is actually going to make you successful. Because this journey is going to explore lots of different facets of entrepreneurship. It is going to look at marketing. It's going to look at personal transformation as an entrepreneur. It's going to look at team. It's going to look at money. We're going to talk about the whole nine yards. But my coming to the, on the outsies of this transformation, coming to the real, the period of where you have all the realizations, there is one big realization that has come out of this. And that is really my goal to share with you today. So that I hope that you in this sea of advice and comparison and judgment and pressure and confusion that you might be going through on your entrepreneurial journey, that you come out with a pathway towards what success is going to look like for you personally. That has been a big part of my mission. That is a big part of my values. That is why I have the Chillpreneur company and the products and programs and the content that I have is always, it's always been about defining personal success, leading with values, making sure you know who you are and what you want and building your life and business in that way. And the story that I'm about to tell you was a huge fucking test of those values of which I failed. You know, I had an opportunity presented to me or some situations were presented to me that tested my values and I got swayed away from them. I got taken off course from my values and I'm trusting it all. It was all necessary because now that I've come back, I've had major aha moments that have even more deeply connected me, not only to my values for my life and my business, but also the mission that I'm on to provide you more clarity around creating a life that is in alignment with who you came to be, not who you think you need to be because of what everybody else is doing on the internet. One small other thing that I would like to say is this episode is actually going to be the final episode in season four of the Chillpreneur podcast. We are coming back bigger and better than ever. Like I have huge ideas. I know, and you'll find out during this story, I've been relatively inconsistent with both my podcast and my YouTube channel, which have always been huge pillars of my brand. But again, needing to go through this personal transformation and all of these personal challenges, I have realized that I've neglected the things that mean the most to me, which is my impact. And therefore, the way that I build this community and the way that I show up and the things that I highly prioritize, not only for me personally and my own fulfillment, but for my chillpreneur business model, the podcast, the YouTube channel, these are the things. And so, yes, I'm sure I've said it in the past, like we'll be back, but we really will be back. I just needed to go through just a mini, mini little like divergence away from the the path, my path of success to learn some lessons, but I am back. So this is going to be the final episode in season four. Season five is going to be full of incredible interviews, lots more behind the scenes to the business. My goal is really just to help you build your chillpreneur business, your influencer vibes, as well as just define your own version of success by talking to ultra creative people who are carving their own paths and making it work 
for them. So lots of fun interviews, lots of fun stuff happening. And the final thing I do want to say is, again, I just deeply appreciate you. Like the one constant in the many sort of ups and downs of my entrepreneurial journey has been my relationship to this audience, to you specifically. And I deeply appreciate you sharing your time with me, you know, you you wanting to be a part of this community, you doing your dancepreneur parties and becoming the coolest person you know, like you have no idea how much it means to me to see my mission coming to life. Even in the times where I've swayed off path, the one constant thing that I have been, oh my God, don't cry. But the one constant thing that I have always been deeply appreciative of is this incredible community. And I just love you. I really do. I just want to say that from the bottom of my heart that I deeply, deeply love and appreciate you, all of the messages that I get from everyone, your involvement, not not just in the programs. I'm not one of those people that talk about unless you're in my programs, you know, you're on the outs, like every comment, like share message. I deeply, deeply appreciate my community is my number one value in my business and in my life. Connection has always been that. And even though I have gone through Oh my God, it's okay. Um, I said I was going to be vulnerable, even though I have gone through a period where I have potentially taken that for granted, putting my focus onto other things unintentionally. I do just want to know that this community is, it's my life's work. It really is. And then teaching you how to build your community so that your life can be changed in the way that mine has. This community changed my life. Like, If you don't know my story Uh, just the quick synopsis, you know, everything that I have, the freedom business that I have. I I know I don't talk about my success enough. It's something that I'm working on, but I have beyond my wildest dreams in my life. I, I bought my parents a farm, you know, I, that was one of my biggest goals. I have this YouTube community. I was going through some of my journals the other day where I was looking at old journal entries of things I was trying to manifest. And I used to draw out the 100K subscriber plaque on YouTube, not for the accolade of it, but just for the community. You know, I've done incredible, I've had incredible public speaking opportunities. I've been able to travel the world. Like I went overseas like to seven different countries last year or something like that. And like my dream life is is beyond my wildest dreams and it all happened because of this community because of the day that I decided to start building my YouTube channel the day I decided to start my business I know that everything I have is because of this community this community changed my life you building your community will change your life that is why I have the program influencer vibes yes it's so that you can make a positive difference in the world but having a community having an audience will change your life if you are a mission-driven entrepreneur if you're a passionate multi-passionate person who wants to have a fruitful career of both financial prosperity as well as joy love and creativity a community is the key to that and it has completely 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 transformed my life that is why I'm so passionate about teaching you know I didn't mean my tears to turn into it into a sales pitch here but I just want to tell you why I have the program influencer vibes and why I created it in the way that I did is because I want you to have the life of your dreams and digital digital the digital world can unlock that for you because there is so much opportunity out there for monetization for purpose for creativity for artistic purpose for impact for opportunities for connection like 
so many things. You can work with your dream brand. You can speak on stages. You could write a book. You could do art for a living. You could speak for a living. You could create courses. You can make a shit fucking ton of money. You can build connections. You can have relationships. Some of my best friends in the entire world have come from the relationships that I've built online, from the community that I've had, both clients and people that I've met. Like Having a community will absolutely change your life. And anyway, that's why I teach Influence Vibes. That's why I'm so passionate about teaching you. It's not just so that you can make money with your business. It's so that your life can be completely transformed because the amount of doors that will unlock for you when you have a highly recognizable brand and a community of people that you're deeply connected to will change your life. And anyway, it changed mine. And I just want to first of all say that I am deeply, deeply, deeply grateful for that. Like, I don't think there are any words that can ever describe how grateful I am for this community and for the support and the love that I get. You know, the more I'm having these aha moments, which we will get into, the more I realized how fucking blessed I actually am. I I do think that I have the best community on the internet. I might not make the most money, but I for sure have the best business. I am so grateful for the people that connect with me, that come into my programs, that are a part of this journey with me. You know, the faces that I've seen for years and years and years and the new faces that continue to come in every single day. Just please know that I do not take you for granted. I love you so, so much. And all I want is for you to experience the same love and joy and success that I have achieved myself in my life. But anyway, let's get into the story. So the truth is like I have been going through, I guess, like a real personal kind of like transformational period, I would say over the last six months. Now, I don't I can't really pinpoint exactly what started this Actually, no, that's a lie. I can. I can pinpoint what started this. Um, But I don't know what kind of like led me up to the point that I allowed this situation to affect me so badly. Like I must have just been focused on the future from scaling. And then what actually happened was, and I think I have shared this, but I I had a brunch with two people who are also coaches in this industry not they like I didn't know them before this I didn't really I didn't follow them I didn't know anything about them so I was going into this like blind I knew they were kind of part of like I guess a clique of coaches that I don't personally resonate with but either way I was like give everyone the benefit of the doubt like you know I they're they're in Melbourne like I like meeting cool people and I will always go like give people a chance I don't judge people based on their online presence um but I want to like get to know people in person. Anyway, I went to this brunch. I wouldn't say that I necessarily resonated with them in person. Um, I don't actually, yeah, I, I can't give any reason as to why. It's just like, they're just not people that if, if we didn't have similar businesses, I wouldn't hang out with them. And I don't want to hang out with people just because we have similar businesses. I want to make friends with people who I'd actually be friends with. Like Ruby, for example, like Ruby and I, yeah, we're like friends. If you don't know who Ruby is, Ruby Lee, she's been one of my longest friends in the industry. Like we're friends in business, but also like, you know, we just really can like a lot of the time we hang out, we don't even talk about business. Anyway, I digress. One of these people had said to me, if, you know, you saw yourself the way that everybody else sees you, then you would be so much more successful, you know, again. And these are the people who love to talk about shadow work and all of that kind of stuff. And it's fine. What she said had truth in it. And I think that's why it kind of like tailspinned me a little bit, right? Because from that moment, I started 
thinking that there was something wrong with me. I started thinking that there was something wrong with my business. I know, I know that I could be making more money. Prior to that conversation, I know that if I did X, Y, Z, I could make more money, right? But the fact is I've never been willing to sacrifice my joy, my happiness. I don't do things when I don't want to do them. Like I've built an incredibly successful business on marketing the way I want to market, showing up on social media the way I want to show up, launching things that I want to launch, only having calls, only having the amount of people in my programs that I want to have. Like I've been very unintentionally strict with the way that I run my business. It's not, and I say unintentionally because it wasn't like I sat down and I was like, these are my boundaries. I just have always led with, well, if it's not fun, it's not worth it. Like if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. Like it's as simple as that. Like that's the way I grew my business. I didn't think about things. I didn't think, how is this thing going to make money? You know, I understand business, I understand marketing, and I understand strategy, and I'm very, very good at teaching it. But there has always been an element for me where I've taken that knowledge and then made it my own. You know, I loved back in 2020 when I was just like, I swear to God, I thought I was like on a reality TV show. Like every day I would just wake up and be like, follow me around for the day. And I would just show all the random things that I was doing and people fucking loved it. You know what I mean? I definitely catered more to one type of buyer, if you will. But that also meant that I had really great relationships with my clients, really, really high success rates with my students because they were so empowered coming into my program. So many people reflected back to me that I literally unintentionally just made them want to, want to take action. I had very low refund rates. Actually, as a matter of fact, I have had like three refund requests in my six years of being in business outside of financial struggle. Obviously, that's a separate thing but like dire financial struggle. But very rarely do I have people complaining about like my marketing and all of this stuff. Now, of course, when this person had said this statement, I started thinking that that way that I was running my business, even though, even though it was leading to my dream life, it gave me the financial freedom. I'm now potentially about to buy my third house in three years. I'm not struggling, you know what I mean? Like I've done incredible if I really stop and look at it. But again, it just wasn't $400,000 months, million dollar months, these things that these, these figures that I started comparing myself to. So even though I had my dream life, my dream community, my dream business, I was running it in the way that I want to run it this year for some reason, I started to think there was something wrong. Because I wasn't making the amount of money that was available, I started looking at my business. Now, the point, the very harsh truth of all of this, which is the punchline of the story, is there was actually one simple thing that I needed to do to make more money. One simple thing that I needed to do. And yet I decided to go on this whole journey of basically burning it all to the ground, looking at my business, thinking everything I was doing wrong. Whereas a matter of fact, everything I was doing was right for me and for the business I want to run. And there was one small thing I needed to change. And we will get back to that a little later. But there was one thing I needed to change. The reason why I didn't change it was the work that I'm doing now. And we'll get to that as well. But what I tried to do instead was because I hadn't necessarily done the work, the real work, which I'm realizing now is my real work, I sabotaged 
everything. Like I can't put it in any other way. So after this conversation, I started thinking, I've got to make more money. I've recorded a bunch of podcast episodes where you're probably like, what are you talking about? One episode, I'm like, no money, yes money, no money, yes money. Like I, I'm sure you can go back and listen to like the, the inner tussle that I was going through at the time just based on these podcast episodes, right? But I really did go through a period where I was like, I just need to make like more money. And so I started to overthink everything. I started to think about how does this content fit into making more money? How does the YouTube, how does the podcast, what's the sales strategies? Along with this, I also made huge upgrades to my business. I hired a funnel expert. I hired a new mentor. I joined a six to seven figure mastermind. I went from having one person on my team, pretty much one to one person on my team and then like a couple of little like freelance jobs or jobs to now, I think there's eight of us. I've got five people on my marketing team and I have myself, my assistant and Tegan, my partner who came into the business as well. And so joining this mastermind, really heavily focusing on like profit planning, team growth, how does it all fit in, strategy, all of this kind of stuff. Like it was huge transitions that I chose to make in a period of time where I was already starting to lose myself. I was already starting to lose my magic. My magic was always the fact that people were buying into me, my lifestyle, the fun that I was having, the fact that I was living my dream life. And it just so happened that I could teach people how to do the same. I have one product, which was teaching people how to build a business, which is what I've done. And I have another product, Influence Advice, which is teaching people how to build an audience. And that's what I've done. You know, and these two things were the contributing factors, building an audience and then having a business. Two things I have a lot of experience in, by the way. I studied marketing. I have 12 years marketing experience, marketing and business. I did a marketing and business degree. I've had a business before, a social media marketing agency. I've been on YouTube since 2014. Like I know my stuff, right? But my secret source, my secret key was my life, was my passion, was my joy, was my enthusiasm, was my dancepreneur parties, was me becoming the coolest person I know. Those were the things that were helping me to slowly and sustainably scale my business and have fucking fun in the process. And that was the magic that people were buying into. But then I went into this period where I started to over strategize everything. You know, how are the Instagram stories fitting into it? Before I was just like, whatever, I'm drunk. Let me go on stories and tell someone a story about my dating life. I, I looked back recently and I did one of those like assumptions things. All of them were about sex. Like, you know what I mean? Like no one was making assumptions about me as a business owner. They were all making them about like, I was single at the time, so obviously, but like they were all just like really sexy and flirty and it was so fun. Like that's just that parasocial relationship that I have with my audience. But the thing is, it worked in business. It was working except for the one thing, which we'll get back to. But it was working. It was working. And I was teaching other people and it was working for them as well. But then with all of this, with that moment where someone told me I could be more successful if I did things differently, then me starting to look at my whole business and being like, well, this is fucked. I'm obviously doing it all wrong. 
as a form of self-sabotage. Then going through a period of scaling with the intention of making more money, like my team and I sitting around having conversations about money. Me and my funnel expert asking me, how much money you wanna make from this funnel? Tegan, being the CFO, so Tegan, my partner, came into the business and he loves money. He's a dude, he loves numbers, he loves investing, like investing and stocks and crypto and whatever, that whole thing, that's his passion. And that's fine, you need those people on your team, but like every conversation just started becoming about money and making more money. And I just had this internal tussle within me because, okay, I know that businesses are here to be profitable, but what that did was take away my key essence of having fun, of building community, of connection, of joy. I had the freedom, don't get me wrong, the freedom never disappeared because that's like just the life that I've built. But like, I started looking at everything through the lens of how do we grow? How do we, and we were not even talking seven figures. Like we were having conversations like skip, skip over seven figures. Like that's so, that's so small. You know what I mean? Like we were talking eight figures, right? Because that's like the potential that everyone was telling me that I had with this audience. Everyone always said, if I had your audience, I'd be making so much more money. People said that to me all the time. Like that, that's such a silly thing to say to someone because you have no idea what it would be like being in anybody else's shoes or like someone coming into my audience. Like, no, it's, it's, it's your own essence of why your audience is there with you and what you've done up to this point is absolutely perfect. Um, but anyway, I started looking at everything through the lens of like major scaling. Now this again, to like kind of keep you up to pace with, with where I'm at at this story. So I had this moment, what then started to happen because I was looking at my business through the lens of money is that I started comparing myself really badly. I started comparing myself literally just to people who were making money. Now, the hard part of it is. And there are people that I was comparing myself to who you could not pay me a billion dollars to swap lives with them. People not even making that much more money, but people that I personally knew who had multi-million dollar businesses or even just million dollar businesses who I knew personally just weren't actually that happy. And this is what I mean. Like I you couldn't pay me to swap lives with them. And yet I still looked at their celebrations, looked at their little Stripe notifications. And trust me, I get, if you're one of my clients and you're like, Erin, this is literally what you've coached me out of doing, I get it. But you know, we all gotta go through it sometime. That's just what, and this is another small point here. Just because you hold space and coach and mentor and counsel other people does not mean you cannot go through the exact same struggles yourself. I was literally telling people not to compare themselves as I was comparing myself. That's, you're not an imposter. I just had a moment of weakness, okay? And that's what being human is all about. And so just because you're going through a personal struggle yourself or a transformation doesn't mean that you still can't run a business. This is what I was saying at the start. My business, the show had to go on because it pays my bills. It pays the bills for all of the things. I can't just be like, I gotta go heal for six months. That's not realistic. And so I can show up and compartmentalize as the healing, struggling version of myself in my time to do that. And as the 12 year marketing experience knows how to fucking coach people into their dream life version of myself. Those two things can exist side by side. It's not like if you're failing, you're failing and you're healing and you're struggling. You can be two versions of yourself at the same time. 
you can be the version of yourself who can switch it on and make it happen whilst then going home and going a little in. And I just want to let you know that because I think a lot of people think that if you are not fully healed, then you are not capable of helping others. And that is the biggest load of crap ever because you are always going to go through periods of struggle. That's life. That is life. You know what I mean? If you're, oh my God, I'll I'll cry again at this thought, but I will say, because this is just a thought that crosses my mind. if, If my most precious love of my life, my dog, <laughs> passed away. Yes, sure, I would take a little bit of time off, but I still have to run a business because I have responsibilities. And so this is what I'm saying. Things are going to happen in your life. You're going to go through transformations. You're going to have tragedy happen. You might even get sick. You'll need to know when you need to take time to heal. And you'll also need to know when you just have to keep going because that's that's what you've got to do. You know what I mean? Like we, we live in a capitalistic society that is run by the fact that you have to keep moving forward financially because we all have bills to pay. And that's the hard thing. Like I wish we lived in, honestly, I'm so for that commune life. Like let's just like all bleed together and just like hold hands and sing Kumbaya. I could fucking do that. Honestly, every time I go to a festival, I'm like, I could live here forever, but it's not reality, right? So you can be two things at once. You can be healing and helping at the same time. And don't ever forget that. But anyway, so I was going through these periods of comparison. I was going through these periods of like comparing myself, even though I knew I didn't want to swap lives with these people, but they were making more money than me. And so of course I'm like, well, what are they doing? You know, should I be doing this? Is what I'm doing wrong? And what I think happened is I just started to lose connection with what I found to be most joyful in my business, which was just doing fun stuff. You know what I mean? Just having fun, just dancing, creating cool shit, working, speaking to people, making cool content, recording podcasts, making YouTube videos, being on Instagram stories like I was the freaking Truman Show, you know? That's the stuff that I found fun. And so with this lens of just trying to make more money and comparing myself, but then it obviously not being in alignment to who I truly am, business started feeling really hard. And my coach actually pointed something out today. So I have a belief, which is one of my biggest limiting beliefs, which is going to lead to the thing that I should have just done. One of my limiting, biggest limiting beliefs, and this has been right from the very beginning. I've done a lot of healing around this and it's shown up in so many different capacities. It's just one of the lessons I think I'm going to have to continue to learn for the rest of my life. I have a belief that, a money mindset belief that wealthy people are unhappy. Consciously, I know it's not true. Don't get me wrong. I am so much more fucking happy now owning houses, traveling the world, running this business than I was when I was, you know, working a call center job. Trust me. Even my own proof doesn't override the subconscious limiting belief that I have that the more money you make, the more unhappy you are. This is why I'm so quick to point out, oh, I know these people who are making millions of dollars, but they're unhappy. That is me projecting my fear. That is my lens. They are unhappy. It's the truth. And I still wouldn't swap lives with them. But it's my lens and my self-fulfilling prophecy that is saying that, oh, that's all that exists. That's all that out there. I don't see the people who are thriving financially and living their best goddamn life. I know they're there. I'm super aware of them. And I know some of them. But of course, my limiting beliefs don't let me focus on that. And so what actually happened, which my coach pointed out, was that I have started going down the path of building a business that wasn't making me happy. 
And because I wasn't happy in business, I started not being as happy in life because business is a big part of my life. And that then became the proof. So yes, the business is building towards scaling, but if I didn't catch this thing out now, I would have fulfilled my own prophecy. I would have got to the point where I would have made millions of dollars because strategically, that's what would have happened with the team, with the funnels, with sales strategies, all of the stuff, it would have happened, right? But I would have done it and I would have got there and I would my, my little ego voice mind would have said, I fucking told you so. That's what would have happened because I wasn't aware at the time that I was trying to prove my limiting beliefs right. My self-saboteur was trying to prove my limiting beliefs right, that rich people are unhappy. I have a major fear of success. You know, I don't have fear of failing. (laughs) You see me, I'll get punched in the face, I will get flung off a motocross bike, physical pain, failing, all of that kind of stuff. I'll laugh at myself. I do not, I do not have a fear of failing. And the hard thing is the one thing that I could have done that would have, none of this would have happened if I had just done it. I don't have a fear of that thing either. I have a fear of the outcome that these things can lead to, which is making more money, which is being successful. You know, I have hit my, if you've read the book by Gay Hendricks, The Big Leap, I had hit my upper limit. My fears are that if I'm a multimillionaire, that, you know, I come in Australia, there's this thing called tall poppy syndrome, right? In Australia, there's a lot of passive aggressive humor that happens towards people that are successful. You know, it's like this underlying tone of like, you're a wanker, basically, if you're successful, if you have a lot of money, you know, and, and Australia itself the people of Australia have a very self-depreciating style of humor that shits on everything other than sport. This is my theory. It might not be true for you if you're in Australia, but I feel like we glorify sport, sporting people, but anyone else, like they're, they're wanky. They're, you know, you even, even if you live in like a wealthy suburb, it's like, oh, you live in Tirak. I, in one of my Muay Thai gyms, had an experience where one of the people, and it's such a silly thing, but one of the dudes said to me, okay, it was like such a small thing, but he's like, oh, all right, Versace, settle down. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like anyone that is like doing financially well will will be the brunt of this like passive aggressive. It's called tall puppy syndrome. We try to, we have a very strong middle class um culture here in Australia which obviously is positive and negative because we don't have a lot of poverty and it's very secure for a lot of people but also it's very hard to be successful without like and this again could be just a limiting belief but it's very hard to be successful like a lot of people overseas say do Australians hate Australians and I'm like no I think Australians just hate successful Australians but anyway um you know so I I do have this deep fear of like if I become successful I'm gonna lose that joyful fun version of myself if I become successful like can I still go to festivals can I still swear can I still like you know do all the little party things that I do like can I still be young and try skateboarding like or or do I have to be serious and have no friends and be ostracized and is everyone gonna hate me and think that I'm a wanker you know 
I really do have these fears. And then I fulfill it by being like, oh, that person has a million dollars, they're unhappy. That person has a million dollars, they're unhappy. And then what started to happen, because I didn't work on this limiting belief strong enough in the beginning, was that I started to become that person. Building a business that could make a lot more money, but doing it in a way that just didn't feel good for you. Because our brains, our self-saboteur, our ego, will try to prove itself right unless you bring awareness and really consistently work on that problem. And so I have been going through, like going through it, feeling totally vulnerable here for the past month or so, I have been feeling like a huge imposter. And that's been really hard for me as well because I haven't been having as much fun. Now, this is coupled with the fact that I also, which might also be a form of self-sabotage or just bad timing, um, I'm going through a big transition in my life where I'm either making the decision to buy my next property or move overseas. And that's been a big back and forth. The housing market's not great, et cetera, et cetera, confusing. But I also am training for my first amateur Muay Thai fight, which is a lot, like physically getting beat up every day while you're emotionally beating yourself up physically getting beat up. You know, I have been coming home feeling very defeated a lot of the time, um, some evenings. And so it's been hard. And like the last month, because I'm so busy with Muay Thai and with the house or the the, the life transitions, trying to work all that out, getting all the paperwork, et cetera, et cetera, whilst managing my new team, working on this. And the hardest part launching my business that you guessed it is called my second business which you guessed it is called not busy and so trying to sell my programs talk about my programs where it's like fun freedom lifestyle influencer vibes having all the things like well I'm going through this period of time where it's like you know I I, I just like I don't even have like the space I have the time they like, I always have the time you know I've spent a lot of time just laying on the couch like recovering but like I haven't been prioritizing the fun, the going out, the exploring, the doing the things that like really light me up and therefore I haven't been able to share those. And so I've been feeling like an imposter and I know, I know logically it's like, well, everyone goes through seasons of a little bit more work, a little bit more fun. I spent the whole fucking last year traveling. Like I basically did nothing last year until the end of the year, right? Um, And that was so good. And now I'm just in this little transitional phase. That's the logical side of it. But my, again, saboteur is like, see, See, you're telling everyone to live a freedom lifestyle. Disregard the last six years. This month, you've been busy. You're a liar. Like, that's the stuff that's going through my head, right? And so all this to say, I have been going through it a little bit. I have been having some personal transformations. Now, what I want to say is I am so glad all of this happened. I know that it's been a struggle. It's taken me away from the things that I enjoy the most, creating content, hanging out with you, having fun on the internet, but all for a good purpose because all of this was a test of my values, like I said in the beginning. All of this, me getting swayed away, you know, pulled in the direction of, well, if you're going to grow and scale your business, you have to do this, this, that, and the other. Me going, being like, okay, just being led in that way, I guess. I guess I'll come along with you. And getting to the point now where I'm like, fuck this shit. I don't have to do that. There has to be another way. If I'd have just continued on the path of, you know, fun, joy, peaches and keens, skipping through the festival grounds, 
I would not have been able to learn the lessons that I have learned through this period of time, which will potentially transform so many of the lives of the people that I work with in the future. Because what I'm now equipped with as I go through this transitional period, what I'm now equipped with is the experience of struggling with the status quo of building business and finding a way to say, no, no, that is, I'm not going down that path. I've got to figure out a way where fun, connection, freedom, lead my business, even with a team of seven, even with a team of 50, even with two businesses, even with systems and funnels and scaling and all of the things, getting to seven figures, getting to eight figures, I now have to build models and systems and practices to find a way to make that fun because I did that before. I found a way to make building an audience fun and that is what I teach in Influencer Vibes. I found a way to build slow, sustainable, system-based growth, which now I teach in the Chillpreneur Business Accelerator, all out of my own personal struggles. My own personal struggle that led to me building Influencer Vibes was me feeling like I had to show up professionally and saying, having a moment, saying, fuck this shit, fuck this shit. Sorry for the swearing, but I've got to intensify. I've got to find a way. And then being my total unprofessional self doubled my audience, doubled my income. I found a way to make it work for me. And then I taught it to other people. This is just another experience of that. You know, that was very much like one person, personal brand, all of that fun stuff, freedom-based business. Now I'm going into a new level of success where I'm leading a team. I'm learning how to lead a team. I'm learning how to be seen on a much bigger scale. I'm learning how to run a business that is far greater than me just dancing on my couch in my lounge room, right? But now I will find a way to make it fun. And so going through this whole thing, connecting back, coming back to the moment of like, I had it right in the first place. You know, the problem was that I needed to make more money, right? All I needed to do to make more money was sell more. That's all I needed to do. I didn't sell more because I had a fear of success. If I had spent time healing that, I, I don't take anything back. I'm glad everything happened in the way that it did. But the problem, or not even the problem, the opportunity I had to make more money in my business could have happened naturally. Better funnels, which, I'm, which I've been building and they're converting amazingly. Just selling a little bit more, having a little bit more intention around selling. I still should have marketed myself in the way and run my business in the way that I was running it, but just selling more, right? But I didn't do that because I sabotaged because of my fear of success, because of my fear of making more money. See, I'm not afraid of selling. I like selling. I love launching. I love teaching selling. But because I was afraid of the outcome, because I didn't feel safe to be successful, I took myself on this wild goose chase, dancing around the fact that if I truly wanted to make more money, I didn't have to focus on making more money. I just should have done what I needed to do and focused on getting more people into my programs, selling a little bit more little bit more calls to action on the content, little bit more content going out, all of the stuff that I was already doing. I just wasn't selling enough. That's the simple matter of fact because I was afraid of success. And so really why I wanted to share this story with you to close out season four, to close out what does feel like a very transformative chapter in my life, in my business is, yeah, 
you got to sell to make money. <laughs> that's not that's not that's not the like uh, closing argument I'd like to make here. But one thing, success, what you think you need to do to make more money, is probably not the thing, because somebody else is making money in a way doesn't mean that that's what you have to do. What you have to do is build something that feels good for you. Because that is truly the only way to achieve the two things that we are personally trying to achieve in business, sustainability and fulfillment. Because if you don't enjoy it, if you don't enjoy the business that you create, it will not be sustainable. You will lead to burnout. If you do not feel fulfilled in the way that you've created success, it could lead to things like depression, to anxiety, to a lot of the things, to, to resenting your life and your business and feeling stuck and having crises over and over and over again, despite how much money you have in the bank. Your number one goal here on this planet is to live a good fucking life as much as you possibly can to make a positive impact on other people to whatever degree that is. It could be your kids, it could be your community, it could be the world at large. Be a positive force in this world with whatever skills and passions you've been blessed with and enjoy the process. Your life isn't made up of the milestones, the money, the achievements, the accolades. Your life is made up of the moments. And I know this has been said a thousand times and it's corny, but if you don't enjoy the process and if you don't enjoy the, the creation, you will not enjoy the fruits of your labor because the labor is going to completely fuck you in the process. It's going to completely destroy you. And then you're too tired to even eat the fruit. And so you have to find a way to build something that feels good for you. You have to find a way to be strong enough to not get caught up in the, well, it worked for them. Let me just... Let me just do exactly what they, they, they did and therefore what they teach to do, regardless of how it makes me feel about myself, about the way I'm spending my time. You have to find a way. It might take a little longer if you don't like working as hard, and that's fine. It might take a little longer if you have to experiment, and that's fine. But you have to find a way to make your business a reflection of who you are and who you came to be. And that is going to be dictated by your values. And you will experience many times where you are tested on these values. My values is fun, connection, and freedom. My two things. I want to spend time with cool people, this community. I'm going to cry again. No. But I want to do fun stuff. I want to do fun stuff. It's not fun. It's not worth it. The more fun I have, the more money I make. Like These are my mantras. These are the mantras that I lead my life with. And I want to be free. And impact, another one, mastery, impact, like those things, influence. That's another more business-related one. But I just want I just want to do fun stuff. And like that, I have to find a way, regardless of the size of my team, regardless of the strategy that we put in place, that I lead with that. Because how many businesses have we seen, not just in this like online education space, but these cool, innovative, fun-led businesses you know, they, they grow and then they focus more on profit and then they become public and they lose it. They lose their soul. They lose their essence. And I started going down that path and I'm so freaking glad that I, that I caught it out. So my friend, as we close out season four of the podcast, a very inconsistent season, 
a big chapter and a big realization in my life and in my business. I just want to thank you again. I want to thank you for being on this path. I hope me, it's it's very difficult to, to record these podcasts because of course your, your self-sabotage is like, well, everyone's going to think you suck and that you're not good at running business and, you know, don't worry about all of the, the mastery and the success and the student results and all of this stuff. Like you're an imperfect human being, which means you're a shitty entrepreneur. These are the thoughts that are going through my head right now. But I'm going to push past those and be brave and publish this episode because it really does feel when the sun is just beautifully shining through. I have this big ficus tree um, outside of my window and the sun is like shining through onto my face right now. I love that. But this feels like a beautiful recommitment to you, recommitment to myself, recommitment to my values, to my vision, to my purpose, to why I do what I do with Influencer Vibes, with the Chillpreneur Business Accelerator, with my forthcoming, is that the right word? With my soon-to-come BTC pick retreat that I'm working on. These are all products that I have created out of an incredible, incredible life that I've been blessed to live and wanting to share that experience with you, wanting to help you get closer to experiencing the absolute fucking insane life that I live, that I wouldn't trade for the world. So I love you. I hope you have the most amazing day. If you did stay to the end, I deeply appreciate you. I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts on this episode, your experience. Like, please DM me. Like, as I said in the beginning, I deeply appreciate. I think people are like, oh nah I won't DM you know I don't want to bother like bother it's not even a bother I just I love to hear from you in the podcast obviously is a very one it feels sometimes like a one-way form of communication so I deeply appreciate if you do send me a message and let me know your thoughts on this but I don't want to make this proclamation that like from tomorrow everything's going to be different like I'm still learning I'm going to go to therapy And I'm doing a series of microdosing mushrooms to connect with myself and to work through my fear of success because that definitely hasn't gone away just because I recorded a podcast episode. Um, I'll share a lot more, but, you know, it's all, it's all, it's just every day. Every day is one step in the right direction as long as you keep moving forward. All right. I love you. I hope you have the best day and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.